0: This guy's methodical, exacting, and worst of all, patient.
1: He's a nutbag. Just because if the fucker's got a library card doesn't make him Yoda. Oh, get all
0: of the man! Just don't stand there. You get the feeling that everything. Oh, man should I ever see. It. No, I do feel all right.
1: None of us feel all right. See, I, I, I'm glad. This is what stops people from podcasting, Like, <laughs> this shit. <Right? laughs> it's so much difficult. Every show is a fucking technical difficulty.
0: You know what, man? Fuck the bullshit. We're going to just fucking record just one video. <laughs> I'm down.
1: But uh, life's good. Life's good, man. I'm mm-hmm. doing comedy. Excited about that. We're on the sh- same show tonight. That's it. Even yeah. though that's your viewers, this is going to be released days later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. That's a good place to start, actually. And yeah. a new rule. New rule. Let's, uh, let's so to So, returning, Dustin Reynolds. Yeah. Formerly Dustin Richardson. Just a wild jackass. Oh. I invite myself on every time. I like it. Indeed. Runner of the uh, TK's comedy show in... Cockwit, Georgia. Cockwit, Georgia. Uh, February 7th. This is the next show. Indeed. 8 o'clock. Please be there. Uh, also, the pretty much the sole person. I think you have guests every now and then, but yes. mostly the sole person of uh, the Richardson Rant
1: podcast. Um, yeah. I've had guests. Uh, what I want to start. Have you ever seen Congratulations by Crystal Leah? um it's basically mm. just a podcast and uh where he's sitting there and he's just talking by himself right i think i want to keep it solely on that i think i want to start a second podcast to where i have um uh, I yeah, yeah. on and shit like that but i think i want to keep the richardson rant just to me right um, because it's literally one of those podcasts where i can literally get out of bed walk to my desk and click record and then talk about whatever i want right um Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I was watching a video about how to like, uh, improve your podcast views. And they said a really good way is to get another podcast, start two podcasts, which Hmm. in hindsight or retrospect seems kind of hard to do, which I'm sure it's hard as fuck to do. Right. But, uh, you know, one, if someone's a really big fan of one podcast, and they hear you say, hey, i also do the Richardson rant, if y'all want to check that out on Spotify, then they will also start listening to your other podcasts.
0: So you kind of use both to market. Right, and you can also use one as kind of a throwaway, kind of like yeah. just blah, blah, make, yeah. you just get rid of the, the clutter in your mind yeah. and want them to be a little more refined, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, which I mean...
1: I listen back to the first and, like, second podcast that I did, mm-hmm. and it's terrible.
0: Oh, yeah. And oh, I think all of the nine ones. I mean, no yeah. offense to you because I knew yeah. you were on one of the nine yeah. ones. But I, I think they're all fucking trash, at least my part of it. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think they're all fucking trash. I was just like, oh, I should have asked this. And, oh, I should have followed up with that. No. I, uh... <laughs>
1: with everything you gotta to start to be good so mm. with comedy you, the first ones I, I've listened to shit from two and a half years ago and I'm like oh no that guy's terrible and now that guy's getting booked on shows you know two years ago that guy was not getting booked on shows right. that guy yeah. was not wanted on shows actually properly so yeah it's uh, it's all it's all about a start
0: definitely all about the start okay. just bring this over here Yeah. alright so yeah I added a new rule so you know all the you know all the other rules probably I don't yeah. Know if you remember, uh, keep it civil. Let's both get out of here. Alive. Actually, you know what? I didn't even introduce the fucking podcast. Discoursers, here we are, another one. Yay! Um, <laughs> rule number one: I'm not a big fanfare. You know, just yeah. like, let's just get into it. Uh, rule number one: keep it civil. Let's both get out of here one piece. I'm not gonna have a problem with that. Rule number two: If one is offended, aggravated, they ask the other person to explain. Blah, no offend, no no uh, no problem there. Uh, only interrupt only interrupt if the person is exhausting an answer or grandstanding on and on. So every Apparently. answer I give, basically, <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. That was made specifically for yeah, you. Yeah, right. so, yeah, I like yeah. it. Because engineered. <laughs> uh, um, rule number four: uh, Be yourself. That's who I want to meet. Oh, heartwarming. And uh, the fifth one that I've added is uh, that there should be like two modes, Mm -hmm. which is basically that either one of us should be in, which is talk or listen. Yeah. Which is kind of respectful, but that's a utopian world. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes.
1: Well, I feel like nowadays, especially in today's climate, uh, people do a lot of talking and not a lot of listening um, from every side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Kobe Bryant just passed away. Um, which is terrible, him and yeah. all the passengers aboard his daughter, which is terrible. Uh, what I see on Facebook. He was the ultimate helicopter parent. Yeah. God, Jesus Christ. Oh no. Well, what I see on Facebook.
0: There goes the podcast. Yeah, well. Anyway, sorry,
1: go ahead. Oh, shit. It's over with. Yeah. So, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Um, God, it was terrible. I love it though. I, I'm I have a terrible sense of humor, so that's good. Um, but well, I, I live in South Georgia, so I live around a lot of conservative people. Mm. I'm friends with a lot of conservative people, and that's so that's who I have on my Facebook. Right. What I see getting posted on Facebook now is, oh, um, everybody's all sad about Kobe Bryant. There's police officers that pass away every day. There's this and that that pass away every day. And I mean, there is, but I feel like it's kind of insensitive this early on. Mm -hmm. You're using somebody else's death to get your point across. Right, right. And to me, my personal opinion, my personal opinion could be wrong. To me, that's kind of shitty, you know? Yeah, um, I understand what they are saying. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, uh, this person is all respected because all they did was have to dribble a ball. Mm-hmm. And police officers go and fight every day, which they do. And I understand. Right. Police officers, if they do their job well and they're respectful in their job, they should get the same respect as anybody else in this and world. And if they do their job well, yeah. you don't know they exist. Yeah, you don't. You only hear about the bad ones. That's right. kind of shitty about being a cop. Yeah, You rarely Click on the news and police officers saved 40 people in this or that. No, right, dude right. shot a kid in mm-hmm. the head, and it's like, oh, yay. And now we have to respect these people. Um, Don't but, look at them. Don't look no. at those assholes. Fuck okay. Them. <laughs> Fuck them. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'm going to say something shitty, uh, maybe to some people. But Go for it. Yeah, people, they say... I've already set the bar. I'm yeah, go you have... De- <laughs> you fucking put the bar all the way up, actually. Right.
0: That's what I do. See, I'm the bad guy, so you can be the good guy. That is good. I like there this. That's a
1: good host. Um, <laughs> if people listen to my podcast, that is just straight 20 minutes of this motherfucker. And yeah... Um, they're like, oh, but they respect, or they're sad about Michael Jordan just because he was some big ball player. Kobe? Yeah, what did I say, Michael it's Jordan? Like Jordan? I'm still high off that bong rip, <laughs> uh, sorry. <laughs> and uh, everybody is like, oh, police officers fight every day for their lives, and they do. Mm. But let's put in perspective. How hard is it to be a police officer? Pretty damn hard. I mean, it's not hard to get the job. It's not hard to get the job.
0: But it is hard to be a good police officer. Yeah,
1: it is. But what I'm saying, it's not I hate to say it, but most people could be a police officer. They can. Yeah. Yeah, I have people I graduated with that would call the local gay kid a fag and push him around. Now they're police officers. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. The bullies now, your law enforcement, right. everybody. Uh, how hard is it to win five NBA championships, be one of the best, most influential sports leaders in the world? Yeah. That's pretty fucking
0: hard. Yeah. Um, well, particularly when you count in the fact that he influenced uh, a lot of black kids yeah, to be something more yeah. than wherever they were living mm-hmm. in whatever, you know, like fucking shithole country. No, yeah, <laughs> as oh, Trump no. would say. No, oh, no, what, whatever like bad neighborhood they were living in um, or kind of downtrodden circumstances, yeah. you know, like they, they, they could look to him and be like, wow, you know, like someone made it. Yeah. And he, and they can relate to that. Then you also had the fact that he gave a whole bunch of money to charity. Mm-hmm. He started a bunch of uh, uh, different, uh, different, uh, not necessarily charities, but uh, like, like take, basically taking care of kids and then yeah. teaching them basketball and different other life skills and things like yeah. that. So I, I know people are probably going to look at this and be like, oh, that 21-year-old doesn't know
1: shit about the world. And I don't. Right. I don't. <laughs> Uh, This is just my, I I always explain this through every podcast or every uh, set I do. It, I tell them, like, look, my opinion sucks, mm-hmm. and I know it does. Yeah. Maybe when I'm 80, I'll have a great opinion on life. Right. But just for me, <laughs> right, right, right. that's where I stand right now. I'm like, don't use somebody else's uh, somebody else's death to make a great
0: point mm-hmm. or what you think is a great point. I feel like that's kind of shitty. Right, right. Uh, kind of let like, the personal kind of simmer for a little yes. bit on people. And then, you know. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm kind of I'm kind of holding off on. Uh, well, obviously not too long, but holding off on Kobe jokes. <laughs> I'm not gonna do them on stage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay let's put it go. that way. There we go. Because I got a couple of good ones. Yeah. But, oh God, you yeah, wrote yeah. some. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh
1: Jesus God.
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna do them again. That, that's my only one. My only one. No hashtags. Don't hashtag me. <laughs> Did you see the the tweet Ari Shaffir's tweet? Oh yeah. I saw the video. It. I saw the video he made. Holy sh. Shit. He was a convicted. He went hard. Yeah, he was an
1: alleged rapist, which I mean he was.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of strong evidence. Yeah. A lot. I looked up all the evidence and, and you know, evidence was pretty strong. So that's that's But uh, it doesn't tarnish the fact that he actually helped a lot of people, no. inspired a lot of people. Yeah, he did. Um, it's like Harvey Weinstein <laughs> footed Tarantino's movies. Really? Tarantino would not exist, basically, without Weinstein. Fuck. Yeah, at least I'm, I'm pretty damn sure. I don't like, not 100%, like 99%, I guess, sure on that. But yeah, Weinstein Weinstein uh, promoted, uh, like, paid for, produced a lot of uh, Tarantino's movies. So you're looking at a fucking scumbag. Yeah. The scumbag piece of shit, obviously. I think that's unanimous. Everybody can agree yeah. on that. But well, something came out of it, you know? So, Harvey, I'm going to be honest about the whole Harvey
1: Weinstein thing. I had never heard of this man before. Mm-hmm. He, like, oh, Harvey Weinstein didn't kill
0: himself, all that.
1: So that no, was Epstein. It was Epstein. That oh, was that was Epstein. Uh, Harvey point. Weinstein was paying the women to
0: like. I uh, wasn't paying them. He was just. Uh, he was like. Uh, he was like. You-, you
1: want in this? order to get this part? Right. You, okay. Yeah. yeah Why yeah, do yeah. I put? Well, I guess you should put them in very similar
0: categories, but right. right. Uh, well, okay. it's it's the steam. You're just grouping all Jews in yeah. one thing. <laughs> what you're doing? I'm sorry. You fucking racist. That, no,
1: like, <laughs> this is gonna sound even more racist. Speaking of Jews, have you <laughs> have you seen that new Uncut Gems movie? I haven't. I really want to see it. Fucking though. fantastic! I'm yeah, not gonna yeah. say shit. Uh, Adam, um, Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler. best goddamn performance. Nice. It is absolutely amazing. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, it's I'm, good. I'm actually looking forward to watching that. It's super intense. Basically, it, it's one of those movies where it, it leaves you like wanting more. Mm-hmm. So it, it's it's an intense movie. Yeah. I I went Christmas Day. And saw it, and sitting right in front of me was a uh, Sammy Martin. Like I nice, mean, yeah. Like Sammy came in, and was like peering over me, and I'm like, "Who is this?" Like another great comedian in Tallahassee. Yes, oh, it for, is for the cheap seats like, out there. He, he fucking just stood up in front of me. I was like, "This is hot, black dude, doing."
0: Oh, it's Sammy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, he shook his hand. and I was like, "Oh
0: shit." He is hot. Like you don't got yeah. you don't have to be, you, don't, <laughs> you don't have to be gay to look at him and go, "You're fucking, you're hot." Like that's, no, no don't, don't don't let it go to your head, Sammy. If you're listening to this, you fucking asshole. Nah, he, I'll still make fun of you on stage. He's got some bits about it, though. Like, he's he's too attractive to be doing
1: stand-up and stuff. Right. Which I mean. It works against you. Yeah, it, it does. really does. It man. really does. Um,
0: I don't know, man. Sammy, Sammy's, he, he's, he, I'm on his team. Team Sammy. Yeah, I'm definitely team Sammy as well. He's actually got a lot of bits lately where he's talking about how uh, straight white comics have it really hard. I would actually really love yeah. to hear that argument <laughs> yeah yeah, he's got, he's got a couple of bits that he actually does on stage yeah Cava Lounge last time and uh, yeah in the, the the podcast I did with Julian which is not out yet because or ever probably have to redo it yeah I guess okay. we're still gonna do another one like it's yeah. gonna happen yeah uh, yeah Julian for all the cheap suits out there best comedian in Tallahassee Fucking hands down. Ju- Julian Pompey. I think he is too. Yeah, we're gonna re- we're gonna redo that episode, but uh, yeah, both of them had like we talked about that as well, where it was yeah. like, um, even uh, like Julian was talking about. I'm just kind of gonna briefly go over it, but it was talking about how as as a, as a black man, he can get up on stage and say the things that say like you or I can't, not necessarily race related, yeah, but just kind of cultural related, yeah, and the things that need to be said.
1: Yeah, so... My, my take on that is I feel like I've had personal experience with that mm-hmm. um, I date black women I have since high school mm-hmm. it's just what I'm into so naturally I joke about my life I'm going to have jokes revolved around me being in interracial relationships right. well I have gotten in trouble by a particular comedian um, about doing these
0: jokes and him saying they. Might. she that shall not be named uh, no it's, it's a he this time oh really? oh it's wow But that's female—not female female Hitler. (laughs) No,
1: (laughs) no, Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, (laughs) So
1: yeah, and and we had a civil conversation about it, and I was like, yeah, I, 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 I refuse to. I respect where that person was coming from, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to take what they were saying because I'm like, you're a straight white male. How, how are you going to tell me what's racist? You're uh, right. not black. How are you going to tell me that's racist? Right. And this is actually your experience yeah. that you're talking about. Too. And then I I have amazing... Mm-hmm. Like I love Dion Cole, one of my favorite stand-up comedians, really mm-hmm. good comedian. Um, most black comics you hear, they do talk about... Oh, white people do this. This is what white people do. White people, very white related jokes Mm. and stereotypical white jokes, which is fine. I have no problem in that. But the minute I do a joke, right, and I even have personal. I have personal experience in this field, right? And I do a joke about it. Oh, all of a sudden, it's insensitive. It's this and that. I'm just trying to tell people my story where I come from. I, my, my goal in comedy is never to hurt anybody's feelings. I would be a right, monster right. if my goal was to get up on stage and hurt somebody's feelings. Right. That would just who the fuck does you that? You calling me a monster? Yeah, you, you are going? a monster. <laughs> you fucking terrible person. Nah, dude. Nah, you're you're killing it, man you're actually
0: getting on stage. That's that's the most terrifying thing to do, really. I used to, I like when I first started out, first couple, actually I'm coming up on a year, you know that?
1: Really? Yeah, we're happy
0: one year. year. Um, yeah. Coming up, I don't know exactly when it was. Well, but you know, from I, I used prom- to want to antagonize people. Yeah, same. Like, that was my only goal. Mm-hmm. I didn't even want to laugh. Yeah. I just wanted everything <laughs> to just fucking stop and everyone to look at me with like these what the fuck just happened, yeah. books, you know? It's like, well, I just yeah. shook your world up. There you go. That's yeah. all I wanted to do. Wow. So I, I I feel like is is there a
1: comedian that you wanted to like kind of Yeah. yeah kind of be like when you Doug Stanhope? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, Who has his own audience? Yeah. Which I don't have. And I wanted to be like an Anthony Jeselnik, Daniel Tosh type, right? Which also right. has his audience. Well, yeah. Um. <sighs> That's a rough road. Yeah, and it wasn't me. Yeah, it, it wasn't like, like a comedian. I really, I, I love Ryan Cunningham. I don't know if you ever got to meet Ryan. He, I think he moved. He moved somewhere. I think Virginia. But um, Ryan is kind of like a Daniel Tosh type, very offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he wouldn't change his act for nobody. Right. It doesn't matter where it's at. He's not changing his act for anybody. Mm-hmm. And he's gotten a lot of shit because of that, especially in the Tallahassee scene. Mm-hmm. Um, people, he was always arguing with somebody, always this and that. Like, oh, you can't say that. That's a terrible right, joke. Right. Which, I mean, I, big balls to him for standing up for what he believes in. But also, I don't think you should ever tell someone that no, no. you
0: can't say that. No. You should tell someone, hey, here's why maybe you should think about yeah. before the next time you say that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. It, it seemed exhausting to me. Like, you just argue with these fucking people. Like, and here's actually what got me, like, rewriting my um, interracial jokes mm-hmm. is Sammy talked to me about them. Yeah, and yeah, I respected yeah. Sammy's point of view because Sammy is from that point of view mm-hmm. Sammy's a black man mm-hmm. and the person that was trying to tell me oh people a sexy black man. people yeah for real and the dude who was trying to tell me oh people think that's racist who is people first of all that's very broad right yeah. is, is people everybody or
0: is people you right because that, mm-hmm. that you got to make that distinction well he's pretty good at seeing how people are reacting yeah. to it because he I've talked I went to him about some of my jokes as well yeah and he was like look I see where you're coming from which is probably what he just kind of the same thing he said to you he's like I see where you're coming from yeah, but you gotta understand that these people don't know you Mm -hmm. which is I don't know if he told you the same thing
1: so uh, I've I've we both know who it is now. Yeah. Like uh but it, yeah, that's why I, I respect uh I, remember, I respect Scott. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um because Scott's let me on a stage for two years. Mm-hmm. He's let me grow in front of people, mm-hmm. um, he's seen me get better. Uh Scott was the first person to ever pay me in stand up. Nice. So it, it was just a crumbled up five dollar bill, but that was like the most important thing to me. Right. When he gave it to me. I performed at the um what was it called the crummy comedy show at the fucking chrome box mm. it was a while ago nice uh and it was like 40 fucking degrees outside Fucked, i hate that i was shivering Sad. like you could hear my fucking teeth chatter on stage and i was still at the point where i was so nervous I, I, after I got on stage I literally had the dude come to me and be like hey I was gonna heck with you but you seemed super nervous so I didn't Right. right and I was like right, "Well, yeah, damn yeah. that just hurts my fucking yeah, feelings it's like, fucking worse you're so bad I gave you slack and I'm like well that just is the worst right yeah yeah but uh, like no one showed up to the show because they were like we're not fucking going
0: out yeah yeah it's probably the cobble bar he was like he was like
1: thanks for coming out and just hand me the five dollars and that was the most important thing to me at mm-hmm. that point mm-hmm. that anybody gave me any fucking a dollar so um, I've always respected Scott. He's been very respectful. He's he's seen me uh, shit myself on stage. Basically, he's seen me bomb. He's seen me do really good. Um, I don't know. He's a good thing for the
0: fucking community. He is. Uh, yeah, I think I I actually I really like Scott PV local comedian for the cheap seats. Um, he uh, when he runs shows he knows the difference between something that is offensive mm-hmm. and something that is malicious. Yeah. You know? Which is good because like he'll, he'll post these things where he's like, hey, you know, uh, don't punch down, don't do all these other things. But there's just no other way to say it. Yeah. Really. And he's just trying to say it so newer comedians will kind of get it. Yeah. As far as everyone else, like, he's not... As far as people who are doing like more offensive jokes, like he's never gave me the red light, which basically means getting off the stage. He's never given me the red light. Mm -hmm. And I've done some fairly offensive things on stage. I was telling you earlier, uh, I was sitting out front of uh, birds and I was trying to come up with this safe word joke. Mm -hmm. And I think I might have said this on the podcast before, whatever, you're gonna have to listen to it again. Um, (laughs) Go fuck yourself. Uh, and I'm sitting out front, I'm trying to think of a safe word joke. Yeah. And I'm like, what can I do? I'm like, all right, well, I'll get up there and I'll say, hey, listen, it like gets kind of a, hairy. So all you have to do is to say, I'll say the safe word and you'll feel safe and you'll have a bubble around you. Or yeah. You can't be hurt, you know? And uh, my friend Derek's there and he goes to FSU, black, gay, uh, trumpet player. Yeah. Up there, really good Trump. Thought you were gonna say Trump supporter, and I was like, Whoa. Yeah, Black gay Trump supporter. Whoa! Uh, <sighs> yeah, he was actually on the podcast. That's actually him right there. What's up? Yeah, so he's out front, and he goes, uh, uh, and he goes, oh, why don't I just scream the N word? <laughs> and I was like, Wait, what? <laughs> and he goes, he didn't say the N word. No, I'm, I'm not gonna say it on the podcast because yeah. context. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, and I'm like, wait, really? And he goes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll totally do it. Now. And I was like, all right, whatever. I didn't think he's gonna do yeah. it. So I get up on stage I'm like, hey guys, listen, you seem like nice people, you know? So I'm gonna go ahead and warn you. It's gonna get a little hairy. So <laughs> if you feel offended, all you gotta do is say it's a safe word and you'll feel nice and fuzzy inside of your little safety bubble, your safe space. And that safe word is, and I point to him like four fingers, but it doesn't seem like I'm pointing to somebody. And I was just about to say like banana hammock or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something stupid. And before I could even say it, he screams it as loud as possible. And he's up near where like like the stage is the stage is here, audiences is there, and he's like to the right of the stage on the at the bar. <laughs> Screams it with a hard R. Oh god. Like the hardest R I've ever heard in my life. Did people laugh? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Everyone stopped, the whole place stopped. And it might have been, you know how on the stage, it uh Everything seems longer. Like pauses seem longer. That shit seemed like eternity. He said it. Just screamed it. And I start looking around at the reactions and people are just going and they're looking (laughs) from me to him. From me to him. From me to him. him, And they don't know whether to be offended or not. Like they can't figure it out because they want to blame it on me. But it's obviously a black guy over here. You know what I mean? And they're like, uh, 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 uh. Uh, My problem was I didn't lean into it. Yeah. I should have leaned into it and may have like more jokes and everything, but I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I had no fucking clue he was going to do that. Like, what the fuck? Whoa. Yeah. That's
1: that's funny to me, though. That would have made me laugh really hard. Um, But of course, I got a fucked up sense of humor.
0: There were a couple of people that laughed. You never know how people are going to react.
1: Like, I I was in Columbus and... um, Uh... I was doing I was doing like a 15 minute and it was a really good crowd. It was like a solid 25 like really engaged people. Um and there was this one lady in the crowd, Asian lady. She had like really wild rainbow hair because mm-hmm. across the street they were having like an 80s party. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, my opening joke was like, Columbus is wild. I really fuck with Columbus. Takashi six nine is here. Shout out. And <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like he got a huge fucking laugh. Right. And this lady was like, You don't want this problem. And even like they professionally filmed the fucking the set. I go back, I can hear it so clear. And then I kind of turned that into a joke. I was like, I don't want problems with Takashi Six Nine. They got shooters. So I just start fucking like doing this whole rip off of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, she invited it yeah and I I went into this bit she was like heavily fucking offended by that Mm. and it it, cause to her she was like I felt like you were calling me a rat because Mm. Takashi 6ix9ine is a rat Right. so I went and apologized to her I was like hey I'm sorry Um, my goal wasn't to offend you I didn't fucking are you okay and she was like yeah I'm fine I'm fine and then, she, actually, she was a comedian in Columbus, apparently. Oh, where She went to the showrunner and she was like, if you wouldn't been there, I wanna fuck that white boy up. And I was like, oh my God, how, how, are you, how, are you,
0: how are you gonna be a comedian and yeah, get offended by that? Yeah, I don't know. As a fellow comedian, you should like feed that a little bit. Yeah, you know I, mean? I don't know. I, I guess it's
1: cause I just, she didn't do anything like to warrant me getting her. Mm-hmm. So I could just kind of went for it. Right. Um, And that can sometimes backfire because at the end of the day you never know what someone's mood is. Right, right. But also, all those people paid ten bucks to be at that show. So they uh, knew they were gonna be it wasn't just, you know, I don't I'm very careful about that at birds. I used to be like at birds when people weren't paying attention, I used to be like, Everybody shut the fuck up and listen to me. But no, those people that they don't even know the comedy show's about to happen. Right. Yeah. 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 So, and they didn't fucking pay to be there, and no one else paid to be there. So, my was there for fucking oysters. Yeah. And honestly, right? yeah. when I'm at a place like that, I used to be like, "Listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. You're an asshole if you don't listen to me. No, they're not assholes if you don't listen to you. You're interrupting their night. Right. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You got to be the difference in interrupting their night in a good way mm-hmm. or a bad way. So, I don't necessarily do it at shows that are just like birds. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at a show and people pay to be there she paid to be there I was like you might get got here's this here's that here's that And yeah I don't know it just kind of it it didn't I would say it backfired on me but it didn't because everybody thought it was fucking hilarious right so so yeah win win for me win for me I uh, I rewatched American History X. God, it's um, so good. Oh, it's so fucking good. I forgot how intense it was, which mm-hmm. maybe I should have known, but it was, it's so fucking intense. Yeah. I don't know what we were talking about, but does it even matter? No, not really. <laughs> it doesn't matter at Nothing all, Nothing matters. It, it really does not matter. So anyway, I was still in these lounge chairs. <laughs> <laughs> From an unnamed place. Yeah. Fuck it, Fuck them bitches. <laughs> I don't care. what? I still owe them like thousand dollars. They can handle a few chairs. Right. I thought about like turning that into a joke where like the, they catch me, and the dude, uh, the what, are they, what do they call the person who owns the college? A principal? I don't think so.
0: Uh, dean. Dean. There yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. There we go.
1: Yeah. The dean calls me to the office and be like, "Well, Mr. Dustin, we would ask you to take a seat, but." That can't happen now, can it? Oh, or just some shit like nice. this. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I don't know. I'm trying to turn that into where they can't if they say something be like, oh that's a joke, I didn't really do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't go look at my I think I still got that LEGO go up though. Right. I still got like chairs and shit. If you see my my dorm room, I just had shit stacked. <laughs> my roommate never asked. He just accepted these things. And
0: that's why I loved him. Yeah, there you go. No questions asked, man. Oh fuck no. That's uh, it. The kind of people that help you move the hooker's body. <laughs> No he questions. Probably fucking would have. No
1: questions. <laughs> God damn it. I don't know. What was uh? What's a good conversation to talk about? Hmm. This is me impeachment. on impeachment. Yeah. We impeachment. can talk about that. Yeah, we can. <laughs> impeachment. It doesn't yeah. matter. I don't think so. Not really. It
0: it's, doesn't matter. Is he? A, he's not gonna get impeached. I mean, I think he might. I think yeah. the Democrats might push it through. Like really, really push it through. Here is the real question: mm. Will he get reelected? I think think even if it gets to be impeached, if, here's my, and I've said this on the podcast before, if Andrew Yang... Is not running against him. Mm-hmm. If it's like someone like Elizabeth Warren, uh, uh, fucking Pocahontas, or fucking old dirty man Joe Biden, or fucking Damn. I'm gonna have a heart attack a week in office Bernie Sanders. I love Bernie though. I love Bernie, but he's not long for this world. Yeah. He's not long for this world. No. And because because there there were a lot of concerns about Trump's age yeah. as well. When people yeah. were even Democrats and Republicans both were like, mm-hmm. he's a little old. Yeah. I don't know. But none of them can beat Trump. None of them. Yeah. None of them. Because they're fake. All of them. Even Bernie's got a little bit of like more authentic to him but he's still a little on the fake side. You know yeah. what I mean? He's been in politics for so long. He's just got that. Yeah. Andrew Yang is like the Democrat version of Trump. Mm-hmm. Not in like he's batshit crazy yeah. but in the fact that he came out of nowhere. He's a fucking entrepreneur, but he actually he, he knows what he wants to do, and it and it's definitely not like build a wall or kick all the fucking immigrants. Yeah. out. I, I'm yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I watched a little bit of um, like some commercials from Andrew Yang. I don't necessarily know what his take is on anything. Uh, mm-hmm. um, he's the one that wants to do the thousand dollars a month universal basic income. So everybody gets $1,000. Everybody, everybody. Billionaires, millionaires, people that are broke, whatever, $1,000 a month. And it's all paid for by taxes on super large companies that make like billions of dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Now, do you, and even those companies are for this. Even some of those companies are for this plan. Now, that's like his main thing he wants to go off on? Yeah, that's his main um, thing. That's his main sale point. Mostly because, just, just to kind of finish that out. Mostly because of the fact that we're consistently losing our jobs to automation. Yeah. So it's not that people don't want to work. Yeah. It's that they there's a lot of people that just don't have jobs and there's no jobs. Yeah. You know.
1: Um. I don't know. I. I I've said this before. I'm like I've never had a problem finding a job, but then I, I can't. I'm not gonna say that because like, you're straight white male. I'm like okay, I, I guess. Right. I, right. right, I, right. I, okay, that makes sense. Makes sense. It'd be easy Indeed. for me to get a job. Um. It, my main thing about that, I, I think it's a great idea. Got a little bit of Aryan
0: in you, too, a little yeah. bit of blonde in there. Yeah, yeah, you know? just
1: straight, uh, just perfect c- uh, citizen right here. Right, yeah. I don't, don't steal anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Never. No. <laughs> God damn it. So um, uh, my main point was um, how many, I'm going to be honest, most politicians, their main selling point it never happens. Trump's main mm-hmm. selling point. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be great, bigly, whatever he says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tremendously, yeah, it tremendously never fucking happened. No, yeah. that wall's not getting fucking... Right. And anybody that thought we
0: were going to build a wall in Mexico was going to pay for it, know the fuck we're not. You know there are parts that are built, but they're basically paid for by private citizens. Really? There's literally miles of, of this thing built, but it's all paid for by people who live along the border. So, and what the... F- What's gonna stop a, a, sp-
1: a fucking uh, Hispanic person from walking a few more miles?
0: <sighs> I agree. Honestly, they've already walked but that fucking far. Some of those people did that because they're their main crossing points. Oh, like, okay. If you're a main crossing point, not not for immigrants per se, okay. but for people who are bringing in drugs or they're bringing in guns or not. That they have to bring in guns to America. They're probably yeah. bringing guns out of America, but whatever they're bringing in illegally. If you if you catch them out in the desert, they have no problem killing you yeah. or killing your dogs because they're barking or all of these things. So, granted, this is not, like, all along the border. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there are some people who were like, fuck this. I'm tired of them crossing over in my land and, you know, doing all this illegal shit. So,
1: yeah. Yeah. You know. So, uh, it's hard for me to take very final and hard stances on politics because I don't pay that much attention to politics. Um, but, I mean, I, I feel like, especially like Obama's, uh, his selling point was he was so young and powerful mm-hmm. and strong-minded, and that sold his point. And honestly, mm-hmm. I think Trump got through because I, f- I feel like... It was more of a rebellious act. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh he's not he's not a politician. Right. So I'm gonna yeah, he's just he's the he's the outsider looking in. He's just this businessman. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna vote for him. He's a great businessman. He's not a great businessman.
0: Well, Obama had change. Yeah. Like that was the most simplistic boiled down Mm -hmm. marketing technique that was beautiful and it was gorgeous. And that guy who did the uh uh, the Andre the Giant Obey posters with the red and the blue. I know what thing. you're talking about. It, was, oh, like, it was iconic. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like a graffiti artist and shit. I can't remember his name. Uh, he It was iconic. Yeah. And things like that fucking, like, it, it brought him into the younger generation. And do you think Trump kind of got popular because of his simplicity?
1: Like, very just general. Make America great again. Make what great? Great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it. Change. Change yeah. what? Change it.
0: Yeah. All okay. right. The, the, the more simplicity you can boil down your marketing strategy, yeah. the better. Yeah. Like just the keywords, just boom. People can just say right off the bat. And uh, yeah, he also had, uh, Trump also had really good social media marketing. Yeah, which other candidates are now jumping on? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah,
1: like the hats, the merchandise. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever remember like any other candidate or president ever having like a single shirt that defines them. Like that hat. If you saw that hat, Trump. That's what you think about. Exactly. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Obama never had a fucking shirt.
0: Or. He did. though he Is had that, he, the the blue and red one. You know oh, what I mean? okay, okay, okay. He had I that. Know what you're about. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. I mean, that wasn't his official. Thing, mm-hmm. But it was definitely. I mean, yeah. Well, might have sold it officially. I don't know. I can't remember. But he. he but it was sold widely. Yeah. You know.
1: But Stairs. but I mean mm-hmm. the fucking hat though. Oh yeah. And it's been. It. I know comedians that make hats. There's this dude uh, E. Craig. Fucking. He's a really good comedian. Yeah, I saw him in at yeah. he, he Atlanta. To the, um, Ah, fucking the copper bar, didn't he? Yeah, because he mm-hmm. asked me, he was like, What are good shows? I was like, That you're going this weekend, you could jump on Sarah's show and you could get copper, right? I mean, anybody can jump up on copper, right? Uh, Raymond proved that with letting homeless people just jump up there,
0: so yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anybody can uh jump in on Kappa. although I gotta say, that dude, uh, what the fuck was his name, uh, David, I can't remember his fucking name, fucking randomly he put him up on stage and the dude came up and told the story about how he rescued 20 people. (laughs) He he was a captain of a boat of like a cargo ship. Yeah. Rescued 20 people from an oil rig that was already on fire. Fuck. And then afterwards had to go around and help scoop up all the dead bodies out of the fucking ocean. He said he had like piles of dead bodies out on his fucking cargo ship.
1: Every time I see a homeless person I always wonder like what was the final thing that led to that you know Al- alcoholism and mental illness it was hot. i i look at me and i'm like dude my parents i live a, i live with my parents mm-hmm. if they just fucking evaporated mm-hmm. i'd be homeless yeah i mean at the end of the day so thanos came along. Yeah, yeah fuck thanos Whoopee. man just snap <laughs> Like, what am I gonna do? Only one mom goes away, and I'm like, damn, is right, this, right, this yeah, my wife? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. So I, I look at it, and I'm like, dude, I, I'm a homeless person in the house, basically. <laughs> like, I mean, if I had to depend for myself, like, any apartment
0: I could afford would be just the worst. Yeah, well, that's the way everybody starts out, pretty much, man. That's the way I started out. Fucking roaches and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I take this place this is a this this is my goal for
1: the next few years.
0: Just. It's cool man, I lucked out. Uh, being this close to Lake Ella, being yeah. in a center, I paid a really good price for it, two bedroom. Yeah. My neighbor's cool as fuck. Awesome. So.
1: Yeah. It, you live really close to fucking birds too
0: yeah uh, I, I want yeah. to move to
1: Tallahassee just to where I can do mics every week because mm-hmm. um, t- right right now I kind of like I'm to the point where I'm like I, I don't feel like driving an hour for five minutes I'll do it but if I'm going to do that I want to do 15 right, um, right I drove to Columbus did 15 I'm going to Panama City. Fucking
0: diva over here. We'll only do 15 minutes. (laughs) I I, I know, I know.
1: But now I'm going to Panama City. The
0: Panama City scene, by the way, it's fucking great. I went, I went, um, Roman has done two of those shows. Yeah. He was also on the podcast. Uh, He's done two of those shows. I went down with him. It, yeah, uh, it was did y'all go House Suburban? No, the other one, uh, Panama uh, City Beach. Panama City Beach. Um, it was uh, Slapsticks. Slap, slapsticks? Yeah, yeah, Slapsticks, yeah. So
1: do House Suburban if you can. House Suburban's a great show. Mm-hmm. We did really good there. Uh, I'm also doing uh, February 14th, Valentine's Day. I'll be at Lori Morg's Hot Spicy Chicken Coop or some shit. Okay. Uh, I don't fucking know. Roman's on that show,
0: too. Oh, right on. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, if you hate your wife, bring her to an amateur comedy show for Valentine's Day. There you go. Um, I'll also be there. I'm also doing House Suburban again, and I'm doing. Oh, oh, it's FSU Panama City Campus. Okay. Yeah, well, the, the girl that I met at. Were you doing a college show? Yeah, it's a college show. Um, um, I've um, heard bad things about them. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I have nothing but like gay mom jokes so they're like oh you're so pro-gay appeal to the hyper-liberals yeah yeah yeah. um yeah so I, I kind of feed into that bullshit yeah uh yeah, I do really good with liberal crowds most of the time. Um Slapsticks is pretty conservative, I think. Was it? Yeah. it seemed like it at least. Um Panama City has its areas where it's kind of rednecked. If you mm-hmm. see like one too many like natural light bottles, you know you're in trouble. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they came in a Ford Michelope. Oh uh, uh-huh. shit. It's yeah. not gonna go good here. <laughs> yeah. Um but House Suburban's a good spot. Uh, I am excited about the um the FSU show. Well the girl, the promoter was like, yeah, we got a show at FSU and I was like and we're gonna pay you this amount of money I was like that's fucking awesome I just get to perform at FSU no Panama City campus and I was like oh yeah yeah alright Well it's still good you know yeah, yeah, it's like it's like community college version of like FSU but okay right yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. for a minute I was like why well, the fuck are they choosing me <laughs> but then it made sense I was like oh
0: yeah, yeah I get it
1: right um, but no the Panama City seems fucking cool shout out to Jason is it Hedden Header? Hedden yeah a- a- Jason Hedden yeah he's putting on a lot of shows out there actually he's fucking killing it yeah for such a small scene, they're killing it. Also, the Columbus scene, mm-hmm. super fucking awesome. It's they only got about like fifteen to twenty like very serious comedians mm-hmm. that will go out to all the mics, uh, but it's a good scene. They draw good crowds. They market the shit out of their events.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, no complaints about it except for that one Takashi
0: six nine. I'm doing a live read of the room on February 14th at Cap City Video Lounge Is uh,
1: Raymond doing that? Yeah,
0: yeah Raymond's doing that Raymond one. Raymond puts on these
1: fucking oddball shit. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like the oddball he's shit. A, he's, a, he's a loose cannon. I like, yeah. Raymond's always been one of those people that I, I really enjoy, and he's one of those people that I see him get on stage yeah for real and i'm and i deep down i want him to do good yeah i'm just yeah. Like, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. fucking kill it and when he if he doesn't it hurts me it's kind he of does, he's, he's settling into a niche yeah you know is really what he's doing cuz i think he likes to be hated mhm and he's kind of <laughs> i'm serious and he's putting that across on stage and yeah. that's a very niche thing you yeah. know but and he accomplishes it sometimes, but yeah. I think we all try to find that mm. that whatever that weird thing is that yeah. we're doing, you know every everybody tries to be a different comic until they find who they are right. uh, I started getting
1: really good in like actually paying spots and gigs when I started being myself on stage mm-hmm. that was the best decision I ever could have made when I just took a step back from trying to be offensive
0: and just thought who am I right right and then I started writing from that even though like aspects of you when you're on stage are like can yes. be offensive yes. it's not trying to be offensive yes um and, and I, I'm sure that I don't know where you
1: are at in your writing process and who you are on stage Mm -hmm. yet, but uh, have you... I've had moments. Have you had moments where you're just like, this is me? Yeah, I've had Um, moments, yeah. And I've I've done it two and a half years, which I know isn't a long time, but Mm -hmm. every time before I get up on stage, I know I can do this 15, I know I can do this 10, I know I can do this 5, I've done it before and it's killed. Mm -hmm. But every time I get on stage, right before I get called up, it's that one moment of... I mm-hmm. like I completely forget I've ever done this or I know how to do this. Right, right. And I'm just like, dude, I fucking suck at this and that. Yeah. And that's just like that negative mentality poking at my brain. Right. And right before I always do like a little stretch before I go up on stage mm-hmm. just to kind of like shake shake my legs out. Yeah. Cause yeah, when yeah. I used to perform when I first started, my legs, they would just fucking shake. Mine do that still sometimes. Yeah. So in, yeah. My early days when I would sit down on the stool, that's to keep my legs from
0: shaking. Why do you think I sit down on the stool? That's, <laughs> that's exactly why I sit on the stool. I, a literally, great I literally sit down on the stool and kinda of bend over and I got the mic yeah. like this. I got my my elbow yeah. on my leg to keep it down. Yeah. And I'm like I'm talking like Isn't this. Isn't that crazy that is
1: We can get so nervous, our foundation, our legs can shut the fuck down. Yeah. yeah. Just from like, oh, man, there's people looking at me. Yeah. And your body can shut down. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That's why, like, I commend, like, boxers or mixed martial arts fighters. Mm -hmm. They have to go out there and fucking perform at the highest level uh, with their elbows, knees, legs, everything in front of 60,000 fucking people. Right. And if I was just doing stand-up to 60,000 people, I'd be like... (sighs) I'd be fucking dying. Yeah. And now
0: right. I got this dude trying to murder me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God damn. Right, right. yeah, 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 I definitely respect um... You know, honestly, though, I think I'd rather have someone trying to murder me yeah. than a crowd judging my thoughts on who I am and, like, the world. I don't yeah. know. I think I'd rather get punched in the face.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, um,. Damn, I never thought about it like.
0: Yeah, that is true. Because I've taken I've taken like two years of kung fu, you know, yeah. and I've been punched in the face quite a bit. Yeah. I've had bloody lips and, and like bruised ribs yeah. and those go away. All kind of stuff. Yeah, that goes away. But that whole like I bombed on stage. That's like two weeks of yeah. fucking like the mental uh, aspect in your head.
1: Mental is so much like. I, I've had people that. I know a lot of people that aren't good comedians. They're not good joke writers, mm-hmm. but they're just so just nonchalant and comfortable on stage. Right. And it they always do good because of that. I'm like, dude, I'm a better joke writer. I'm this and that. But you have such a just... This is me presence on stage. And right. it fucking kills. Mm-hmm. So, well, if you can combine those two, yes. that's where the magic happens. And I even right. remember talking about that last podcast. I was like, it, it one part you can. Some people have just the writing, and some people have just the stage presence. Mm-hmm. If you get those fucking together, oh my god, you're insane. But uh, mo- most people, a lot of people never get either. Right, uh, which sucks. And some people only get one, and some people only need one of those things to like, be successful. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I look at uh, I've been watching a lot of Netflix specials um, and I'll see professional comedians that I'm not even necessarily impressed with mm-hmm. like their joke style or I'm like well I predicted that joke I knew you were going to say right, that Of course, yeah. but their fucking stage presence is amazing like a Kevin Hart style Kevin Hart is just the most likable person on stage right right off stage lately probably not but um
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I was talking about before. I started rambling. Yeah, yeah, but Well, you got somebody like, um, I I think that really embodies, like, okay, two people that I can think of right off the top of my head, Mm -hmm. two comedians, that really embody, like, the the good joke writing and personality on stage. That's three. Robin Williams, Mm -hmm. Bill Burr, Mm -hmm. and Dave Chappelle. Yes. I think all three of them. Now, Dave Chappelle's a way stronger writer than mm-hmm. those other Dave Chappelle just way won a stronger third writer. Grammy, didn't he? He just won another Grammy for, I think so, um, yeah. Uh, Sticks and Stones. Sticks and Stones, yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, he also uh, got the Mark Twain Award. If you get a chance anybody out there and you check out the Mark Twain Awards what like it's Neil Brennan went up and uh, a bunch of other Jon Stewart and talked about Dave Chappelle because yeah. they've all worked with him you know What what bomb. is like the Mark Twain Award uh, it's basically an award for good satire comedy writing hmm okay yeah it was really it was really good it was funny it was really yeah. fucking funny Man, there's so much shit out here. I and mean, he's super humble as always. Yeah, super humble.
1: Uh, he is. Um, I, I used to watch a, what's the show called? Key and Peele. Yeah, I used to be big on Key and Peele. That was one of the very like early stages of man. I love comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. Dave Chappelle was like these dudes have been doing my show for the past few years like, yeah, what show yeah, do you yeah. have and I started watching Chappelle show oh oh okay I see yeah and
0: I'm like dude this is amazing yeah the Chappelle show was great yeah. Um, I still respect Ken Peel because like yeah. just cause you're doing something similar yeah doesn't mean... Uh, like, I, I thought Chappelle was kind of a dick about that. Yeah. Like, I don't
1: know. Improv comedies... Sketch comedy is sketch comedy. Right. Um, more, more than one people... I mean, Chappelle didn't start sketch comedy. Right. I mean, he just... Especially a, not race-related.
0: No. No. He did it very well, but
1: um, he did do it very well. Like uh and and then from there on, I got introduced to his stand up and killing Them softly is one of the best stand up specials in ever. Hands and down. that was like what 20 years ago? Yeah. He did that. Yeah. Um it, even when I look at him now at his new special, he don't even look like the same person. He was that young. Right. Mm-hmm. Um but speaking of Key and Peele, like Key I am I'm impressed by Key and Peele cuz they're some of the few people that have like a really successful TV show and then after that's gone, they get way bigger. So, uh, like, Jordan Peele's, like, uh, fucking... Oh, he's
0: killing it right now. Yeah, Yeah. insane Twilight Zone, uh, Get Out. I uh, haven't seen the reboot of Twilight Zone. Is it good? Uh, You know, I've only watched a couple of episodes, like, the first two episodes, and... Okay, let me just preface this. I am a massive, massive Rod Serling fan of the original. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that is some of the greatest TV ever created. Yeah. It still holds up. Mm-hmm. It still looks good because it was filmed, they filmed on actual film. So yeah. it looks like it so it is HD basically. And the stories were fantastic. They're universal. You can still relate with them. Yeah. Uh, it's just you can't, it's they shouldn't have rebooted. They should just come up with something like Black Mirror. You know what yeah. I mean? Black Mirror is really good as well. They didn't rip off Twilight Zone mm-hmm. or reboot it. Is it something like it though? Because I've never seen Black Mirror. Um, Black Mirror's dope. Is it Black Mirror is super dude? So watch check it out. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Fucking absolutely. It's one of those things where you gotta smoke a bowl and then, like sit down. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it'll really? help. Yeah. 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 God damn it. There, like there's one episode right where the whole all society is based off of a rating app. You have a profile, hmm. and everyone that you run into can rate you one to five stars. And so, Whoa. Whoa. Every, and yeah, <laughs> and they're actually doing this in China right now, which is creepy as fuck. And it's all just kind, of, kind of near future. Yeah, it's not like future future. It's kind of near future. You know, there's not like a lot of flying cars and so shit. So you can actually see. Oh, oh this might. You relate, you relate act, to it, right? Yeah. And like, so there's this one chick and she's a, she's a three star or a four star and she's trying to be a five star. So she's going to this coach Now, they're like, when you meet people, you have to smile like this and you yeah. have to help them in any way possible. So not me, you. Yeah, basically. Yeah, and then- So social media. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what Whoa, it is. Oh that's yeah, a mindful. <laughs> a lot of the, a lot, I'd say, I'd say like four or five of the episodes are based on like fucked up social media things. So each, each like a episode is a
1: different thing. Oh yeah. It's it's Just all anthology list. stuff, yeah. Okay, so I thought it was like a series, series yeah. where
0: you had to watch this. There's a couple of them that are sort of connected, but yeah. you—it's like background, like Easter egg stuff. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like it'll be—you'll notice it and be like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Okay. But it's not necessary. All right. So well, I definitely have to fucking check it out. Oh, dude, it's it's super dope. Good shit. Oh, it's really, really good. <laughs> really good. There's one episode where people vote on a social media platform. Someone creates a thing. Uh, what celebrity should die next? Yeah. Oh. And man. people vote on it, and then when they vote on it, these—well, uh, oh, that might be a spoiler. Shit. They—they uh, <laughs> they, they end up dying. Yeah. Let's put it that way. So you basically vote, through popular vote, you vote someone to death, basically. Yeah. All on social media. Whoa. Yeah. God damn, dude. Yeah, it's
1: wild, man. What in the fuck? It's wild. So is it kind of like a? Because watching *Twilight Zone* as a as a child. Nothing black and gray was like impressive to me. But that scared the shit out of me. Oh yeah. I was it just fucking scared me. It's the fucking so, idea. Is this is this like is Black Mirror kind of something like that where it can like kinda of fucking scare
0: you a little bit? It doesn't scare scare you per se. Or but just makes it, you like think. It, it definitely, it, it doesn't scare you in like an immediate way where you're yeah. like, oh, it scares you when a like, fuck, that could actually happen. Yeah, okay. Fuck me. You yeah. know, like <laughs> what? Yeah. Whoa, we are like one step away from that and yeah. that's fucking scary. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I know that the name of the series, Black Mirror, mm-hmm. it, it got itself from Black Mirror like a turned off TV. Oh. The TV that's off is a black mirror. Oh shit. Boom. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, really good, man. So,
1: when uh, this has nothing to do with it but it kind of does mm-hmm. uh, when I was a kid my family was like rather poor but I'm a straight white male though so it's it, it worked out yeah yeah, yeah. um, doesn't, <laughs> it, does, doesn't count yeah no it doesn't count <laughs> but it was, we were poor as fuck and uh, my mom was like okay I need to make some money and put my other mom through nursing school so she started a home cleaning business and we not just like clean houses, we would clean like residential shit. That's where you made the real money. Right. Clean office buildings and whatnot. Commercial, yeah. Um, and we would have cleaned the mayor of Bainbridge's house. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this dude had a fucking TV for me as a child growing up in a fucking trailer with holes in the ceiling and shit mm-hmm. being in this fucking house was insane right yeah. and just like dusting, quit staring at shit wipe the baseboards but I'll just look around and these people had a fucking big ass mirror and it was a goddamn TV also it was a mirror and a TV and that blew my fucking brain as a kid yeah. I, if, if I even saw that nowadays Yeah, i my brain yeah I, even if I saw that now I'd be like dude there's no fucking way that exists right. but yeah they had a TV and a fucking mirror um, it was insane, dude, and it just like kind of let me know, like, man, the world ain't fair. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, <laughs> the yeah, world is yeah, yeah. not fair.
1: That's like one of the first lessons I mean, you learned. I had right like right a TV with a fat back and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, I it, it still plays Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, it's fine. Right, right. So yeah. Yeah. I, I know that was kind of off a topic, but that made me think of that as a kid, just like that was one of the first times as a kid where I thought like, man, life is a motherfucker because some
0: people got it so goddamn good. Well, I remember the first time I ever saw someone with two TVs. Oh, shit. Just regular TVs, not yeah. like flat screen, mirror, whatever. Yeah. But like a TV in the front room, and they had a TV in their bedroom. Oh, shit. And I was like, whoa. a TV in the bedroom. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> <laughs> or in like the kitchen or something. Yeah. I was like, hold up.
1: Shit. Okay, so uh, when I was a kid, my grandma and my grandpa had this fucking... It was one of those TVs that sat on the floor, probably weighed as much as the fucking house, and it was just wooden. And you could like eat off the motherfucker. Used to have one of those. Did it have like the the tan netting where the speakers
0: were? Yes.
1: Yeah. You could like put like we would put like blankets and shit like this over it, and just fucking that'd be the table for the night. We'd eat off of it. Uh huh. Um, Damn, I wish I still actually had that fucking TV. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's just it's just. I would go to houses like the mayor's house all day and we would clean those houses mm-hmm. and then I would go back to my house and be like whoa fuck the world like that's what I thought and uh
0: alright we should wrap this up we now. should wrap it up yeah it's almost Good like 30 so. oh
1: fuck yeah dude yeah
0: alright Dustin it's a fucking pleasure as always thank you yeah. pleasure as always welcome back to the podcast uh it's been forever since I put out one but here's another one so shut your fucking face <laughs> and uh as always, go fuck yourself. Oh yeah. And uh, check out Dustin's shows. Yeah, check. Yeah. I'll be in Panama yeah. City a lot. Just social media, that's what uh, So white boy
1: can joke, white underscore boy underscore can underscore joke. I know that's a bitch. Um, also go on my Facebook, that's where I post most of where I will be at doing stand-up. Spotify, Richardson Rant Podcast.
0: Please go follow that. There you go. All right. That's it. Indeed. Alright, as always, uh, like I've said once before, and I will say a thousand times again, go fuck yourself. Yeah, go fuck yourself.